0: Do you know what gifts and talents lie within you? On today's episode, we'll explore Clementine Hunter, who came across discarded paint materials when she was cleaning as a housekeeper and became a world-famous artist. Say what? Let's go explore. everyone. Welcome back to the Explore Black History on the Go podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon, and I'm excited to bring you another episode that highlights our amazing Black history and legacy. Remember to visit the ExploreBlackHistory.com website to download the free Learner's Vocabulary Resource Guide. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Explore Black History to see what the latest episodes are coming out, book recommendation, resources, Black history facts, and more. Now let's get to the episode and explore Miss Clementine Hunter. Clementine Hunter was born in 1886 in Louisiana to Creole parents. She was the oldest of seven children. Her parents were sharecroppers who worked in the fields harvesting pecans and picking cotton. As a little girl, Clementine worked with them on the fields too. How come she didn't go to school, you ask? That's a good question. Well, she did, but not for long. She had less than 10 days of schooling before she started working with her parents as a young girl. When Clementine was asked as an adult about why she didn't go to school, she recalled the strict and cruel environment she experienced as a little girl in a segregated Catholic school in the South in the very late 1800s. It wasn't a welcoming environment that fostered love, curiosity, or encouraged learning. It was an environment that crushed her spirit and sent her home crying. So her formal education ended, but her informal education began. Her school became the daily life she experienced in the community where she worked and lived, learning the traditions and ways of her family. And she noticed the beauty all around her, the people, the fields, the animals, the customs, the tasks she did every day, the community bustling around her with life and love, and it brought her joy. It would be these images from her life that she would later paint, but I'm getting ahead of myself. When Clementine turned 15, her family moved to Melrose Plantation near Natchitoches, Louisiana. An interesting fact about the Melrose Plantation, before the Civil War, it was first owned and built in the early 1800s by free Black people, one of the wealthiest Black families during that time. One of the original buildings, called the African House, still remains today. At the Melrose Plantation, Clementine continued to work in the fields with her family. She was hardworking and took pride in her work, and she noticed the beauty all around her. The clear blue sky, the birds flying high, the bright orange sunlight, the white cotton, the movement of the river, the vibrant green trees and colorful flowers, the community bustling around her with life and love, and it brought her joy. Clementine married and over her lifetime gave birth to 7 children, though 2 did not survive. Family was important to her. She passed down the traditions she learned to her children and grandchildren. She was an amazing seamstress and made beautiful quilts, and she had to a creative flair for decorating. She was also a great cook. She made delicious Creole dishes everyone loved. She eventually moved from working in the field to working inside the main house, the Melrose House, as the housekeeper and cook. And she noticed and heard beauty all around her, the whistle of the wind, the axe chopping wood, the rooster crowing, the oil sizzling in the cast iron skillet waiting to receive fish, the sheets on the laundry line blowing back and forth, a church bell ringing, the church choir singing, the community bustling around her with life and love, and it brought her joy. The Melrose House was owned by a woman named Cammie Henry. She used it as a retreat center to host white artists, writers, and painters from all around the world, Artists stayed there for weeks at a time so they could devote uninterrupted attention to their work. As Clementine worked around the house, she was curious and would watch many of the artists paint. Her eyes took in every detail, the images made on the canvas, the strokes made with the brushes, and the vibrant colors the artists used. One day when she was cleaning up, she noticed that one of the artists left behind their painting materials. She thought, I'm going to try my hand at this painting stuff. And she said as much to Francois Mignon, a journalist who was staying at the Melrose house. She told him about finding the discarded painting materials and said she could mark a picture on her own if she set her mind to it. He gave her an old window shade to use as a canvas and told her to go for it. That night, Clementine went back to her room and laid out all the materials she found. She looked at the colors of the paint felt the texture of the window shade canvas, and bristles on the paintbrushes, and went to work. By the next morning, she had finished her first painting. Excited, she took it to Francois to get his opinion. He looked at the painting, then he looked at her. Then he looked at the painting again, then back at her. Then he said, sister, you don't know it, but this is just the first of a whole lot of pictures you're going to bring me in the years ahead. Because what Francois saw in the painting was a God-given talent that finally had the opportunity to shine. Her painting was of a water baptism, and it was beautiful and unique. Clementine, who had never received a formal education, never had painting lessons, and worked as a housekeeper, painted a work of art on her first attempt at painting. Francois told her as an artist she needed to sign her name on her painting but Clementine had never learned how to read and write. So he helped her to write her initials and that's how she would sign it. Her signature on all her paintings, a C and an H. Fun fact, she intentionally wrote the initial C backwards because she said it looked like she had her arms open to meeting and welcoming people. Clementine was now a painter and just as Francois predicted, She indeed brought him hundreds of paintings and he promoted her artwork to the world and the world loved it. She painted on anything she could find, canvases, jars, rocks, pots, walls, wood, milk bottles, anything with the surface she liked. She painted the scenes that were her life, life as farmers, harvesting pecans or pecans, Saturday night fish fries, hanging laundry to dry, attending church, going to funerals, witnessing water baptisms, celebrating weddings, and being with family and friends. Those experiences, clear and bright in her memory, transferred from her mind to the canvas. She painted her world in bright, cheery colors. She didn't stare at objects to paint. No, she painted from her memory, from her heart, and from her joy. And in doing so, she captured a snapshot of African-American life in the south. One of the largest canvases for her painting was inside the African house I told you about earlier. Inside that house, she used the walls as her canvas and created nine murals that covered all the walls. Beautiful paintings that showcased her lived experiences. People traveled from all around the world to see them at this historic site. Clementine also had a hand in selling her paintings. She sold pieces from her home. But as an entrepreneur, she gave too good of a deal. In the beginning, she sold some of her paintings for as little as 25 cents. But she did charge more for people who wanted to take a picture of her or with her. A bit more. A dollar. You see, Clementine was compassionate and it came across in her prices. Her pictures were sold for much more when they were sold at an art gallery. And today, her paintings are sold for thousands of dollars. In 1955, Clementine became the first African-American to have a solo artist showing at the Delgado Museum, which is the present-day New Orleans Museum of Art. Sadly, she was not able to attend her own showing due to the segregation laws of the time in Louisiana. Black people were not allowed at social events with white people unless it was in a capacity of service. She had to visit her own exhibit with Francois after hours when the white guests were not there. Many years later in 1985, that same museum hosted a special exhibit in her honor for her 100th birthday. Over her lifetime, Clementine received many accolades for her work as a self-taught artist. She was invited to showcase her work at many museums throughout the world. And today, these paintings are in many national museums and private collections. She received two honorary doctorates. She was invited to the White House by President Jimmy Carter, received a letter of commendation from President Ronald Reagan, and in 2019, October 1st was declared Clementine Hunter Day in Louisiana. What a wonderful legacy Miss Clementine Hunter leaves with us. During her 50s, she decided to try something new when she picked up those discarded painting materials. That day, her talent met with opportunity and her life was forever changed. She was a prolific painter and is known for being one of the best self-taught folk artists in the world. She lived to be 101 years old and painted over 5,000 pictures. 5,000! She painted images of her home, her community, and her joy. Make sure you check out some of her paintings linked in the Learner's Vocabulary Guide. It just goes to show you when opportunity and talent meet up, amazing things can happen. What talents do you have? Explore your interests and try out new things to see. And I'll look forward to the next time when you explore Black history with me. Explore Black history with me.